this is a public service announcement. This is a public service announcement. This is a public service announcement from the Hot Feet John's Experience Show from your host, Kiwi305954 Fuss Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. This is a public service announcement. Tonight is Taco About It Tuesday. We have been diverted away from our originally scheduled programming due to some things that have developed overnight in the last 24 to 48 hours that I must discuss. So trust me, uh, wake the fluff up Wednesdays is going to be epic. But tonight, tonight, this public service announcement, just so you are clear, I'm going to let you hear it again, my dear. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. To absolutely nobody. I'm not apologizing for nothing that we're going to talk about tonight. Yes, the leprechaun has reached his final clover. Okay. Now he's going to have to spend the next 10 years looking over his shoulder. Okay, not in you, you wanted to play Della Reese like you was in Harlem Nights shooting her in the pinky toe. Now you got to stay up all Harlem Nights. You feel me? <laughs> Bars, bitch. And just because of that, before we hit the leprechaun song, we are going to do a dedication. We are going to help because they said for us to stream along because he was, you know, having a little issue with his finances. We want to say shout out to you, Meg. Shout out to you. Shout out to every woman who has suffered from domestic violence, from violence of a boyfriend, a husband. There's been a lot of women that's been losing their lives for the last couple of weeks. If you guys have not been clear, you will be clear because we will be covering a couple of those stories later on this week to show you that the violence against women, this is not a joke, the violence against women, especially black women, has double or triple since the pandemic. Okay, um, violence in relationships, domestic relationships, and otherwise have increased. And they started to increase during the quarantine and now beyond. Okay, but before we move on, I want to play a prophetic word from the leprechaun. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, uh, we're going to speak a prophetic word. Since he's preaching uh, to the convicts uh, that's in the jail cell, he's got on his beanie, but he's going to have to protect his weenie. We're going to play a prophetic word. This ain't quarantine radio, baby. This is Kiwi radio, Kiwi 305-954. For show. And we are locking the jail doors. A prophetic word coming from the prophet Leprechaun Lanes.
All I wanna do is go out shopping with the shoes. Wait. This game froze. You should see the way we do it. And. Hold on. Let's talk about it Tuesday. Grab your mojitos. Grab your taquitos. Grab your Patron, your Casamigos, and tell them that that damn girl Hot D. John's experience is on. We're going to play one more line before we get dying, okay? And then we're going to be talking about tonight the war against heterosexuality. Yes, it is official. We are no longer allowed to speak the words of a heterosexual being without being downtrodden without being threatened without being doxxed and boxed and run amok but tonight tonight we will talk about heterosexuality okay we will talk about um spirituality yes we're going to talk about it but until we get into it, I want to allow you to get your margaritas and your taquitas and your tacos and your burritos because it's Talk About It Tuesday on the Hot Johns Experience Show. And I love experiencing with you. We're going to ride out one more time with the prophet Leprechaun Lames. It's, it's amazing how people are so prophetic with their lyrics. They let you know exactly who they are. We got to learn to listen, listen, people. All I wanna do is go out traveling with the shoes. This game froze, you should see the way we do it. Sexy little bitch, you know I'm titties like a blinky. You from out of town, but you know I'm legal, bitch. All I wanna do is go out traveling with shoes. Wrist on froze, you should see how I have a noose. Shorty says you got enough flesh with all the shoes. Shorty, all you gotta get in all my shooters, so I came in, I just put it up the lot. Sell it like a pirate, I came in with a yacht. I came up on the traveling up the spot. Tell me if you fuck it, cause it's back on Sydney I'm just flexing, two of them. Three shit, two bros. Every time I step out, she live. I just walk in, heist me, eat a bitch. Boy, them trying to catch me with the shooters. Snow, I'm down to catch one if you shoot us. No more playing shooters in the oven. They can have back in it when they. All I want to do is go out trapping with the shooters. This game froze, you should see the way we do it. Sexy little bitch, you know I'm titties like a bitch. You from out of town, but you know I'm legal, bitch. That boy was what? That boy was smooth. <laughs> but, ooh, you gonna have to stay locked down for them 23 or maybe 22. They might give you two hours out. Because you know you are a rapper. And there's a lot of niggas in there that would like to hit it up for the clout. Yeah. Same way that you was dropping lyrics and dropping EPs and albums and tweeties and Instagram posties about Megan Thee Stallion. And now look at you galloping for 10 years 
on that chain gang, man. Ain't a damn thing changed. You still a black man. And it's not Canada. This is America. You are in California. In California, don't play that shit about them guns, especially with y'all black folk. So you had to understand, man, no matter how many people you had to write a letter to say how many bills you pay, it's a lot of niggas that was in there with that bird game, bloop, 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 playing a lot of bills. And they had to get locked down for the 15 to the 20 and chill. You only got 10. And they said 66% before you can come out of the pen. Yeah. That's bars. That's bars. That girl, that girl got bars. Just like you, Leprechaun Lames. Little wretched Leprechaun Lollipop. Finally, those doors have locked. You be the prince in August and Megan, you shot. Little wretched leprechaun, lollipop. Now, who lollipop you gonna be in the next 10 motherfuckers? Yeah, is what I want to know. I'm ready for the leprechaun lock up or leprechaun love after lock up show. <laughs> this is the John Experience show. And this is your girl, Kiwi305954 show, kicking in the front door. It's Talk About It Tuesdays, baby. Make sure that you are like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. This podcast ain't for the weak, it's for the strong. You can't get along unless you can get along, you dig? Make sure you hit that like, hit that heart because I love you, baby. And share with them friends so they can also be around here going crazy and telling about the little baby that's got that rap for you, that sweet lady, you dig? <laughs> yes. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, 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 welcome. We don't just bring you to the barbecue. We don't just bring you to the riverfront. We welcome you to the flamely. You are now officially a flame because it's the Hot D. John's experience and you keep us lit. And I always stay 10 toes down in this shit. You feel me? So make sure that you follow your girl on YouTube, the Hot D. John's experience. We will be going live. We will be putting up videos, the Hotly John's Experience podcast on YouTube, Hotly John's on Facebook, and Kiwi305954 on Instagram and on the X, baby. X marks the spot, okay? And tell them, a Kiwi a day keeps the doctor away. Don't play. <laughs> now, we had a whole itinerary. Y'all know I'm going at night, so y'all getting these in your little inboxes or on your little podcast streams. When you, those of you have already subscribed, you're getting those notifications. But we're going to be, you know, bringing it on down and winding it down eventually once the time gets done. But I, it's only 24 hours in a day, and I have, like, a lot of life changes going on right now, as I told you guys. So you are getting this night upload. Unfortunately, you're not getting a live experience on the podcast again quite yet but stay tuned for that just make sure that you're hitting that bell so that you are notified every time i upload a brand new episode now 
Tonight, I had a whole itinerary of things I was going to discuss. I had my program. I written out my little monologue. And then finally, the sensei came through with the little leprechaun. So I said, I knew I was going to talk about that. Some things that came across my desk a couple of days ago that I was like, oh, ain't nobody really going to be checking that because it was nothing new. You know, Wade Brady is uh, panhandling. I mean, panse- uh, what, what is it? Uh, pansexual. I'm talking, I'm talking about panhandling. <laughs> He, or is he panhandling? Or is he handling the, 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 okay. So, yeah. We're like, okay. I was, I was like, okay. Um, I don't think that's really something to talk about. I mean, it's Wayne Brady. We, yeah, we thought you was already over. We didn't know you were sitting up in the damn pan talking about I want the handle. I want the lid. I want the, we, we, we didn't know. Um, and then Neo was coming out in, in every other year or every two years. Neil have a bunch of babies with a bunch of different holes. And this is, you know, shout out to them. You know, no offense. But I already told you, you already heard the PSA. You already, if I need to play it again, I will. I think I'll play it again on the break. But he comes out every like two years or so to stand firm on his heterosexuality. He has to make sure that everybody knows his lips have just been shining like that. It ain't lip gloss and the eyelines and the eyebrows. That's just him. That's that's Taekwondo, whatever, whatever his damn real name is. I've got his name. Forgot. It's something like that. But okay. Now Jason Lee comes out, and Jason Lee is ready to drop draws and dirty laundry on y'all. I told y'all several weeks ago, Jason Lee. The reason I think that, that he was no longer on Love Hip Hop was because Jason Lee was on there really bringing real, as they call it, tea. Y'all know we do coffee over here, but everybody else say tea. But they, he was bringing the real tea, and he actually knew where all the bodies were buried. But they never expected, and every time he would get in a scene with somebody and hit them with some real true shit, oh, you were my friend, I know you didn't know you. Okay? He also got into a gatekeeping scandal with Amon Wiggins, a YouTuber that he had taken on his wing, was taking him around town and stuff like that. And Armand outed him and not that kind of out like pull him out of a closet but because he's already been out but he outed him as far as his gatekeeper ways and I, I said then too I don't understand this gatekeeper crap that goes on in um entertainment and now on YouTube that's why I've always been very iffy about YouTube everybody says oh the way you do your show you really should be on YouTube you should be on YouTube you gotta be on camera I can be okay with my podcast. I'm waiting until my life events settle down and you'll be seeing me on video. But that's in and, and on YouTube as well. But my thing was, um, you gonna dox me to show I'm a, I'm broke and I drive a 2000 Toyota, and that's that supposed to be the tea. Okay. I, I don't understand that. Docs, oh uh, they was she was married and she divorced and she got kids and she got oh and, and she a chunky wonky and okay. That's why I invite you to go to my Instagram page and my Twitter because you will see who I is. Okay. But that's where everybody run from. And I notice they always tiptoe around certain things. That's why I say tiptoes down this shit. And a lot of people, and shout out to Jack Harlow. The Jack Harlow brought back that old phrase. That phrase has been was back in our aunties and mamas and, and, and uncles days. Let's keep that one thousand. Okay? Hell, even one thousand was back then. Okay, period was back then. Your mama said, I said what I said, period. I don't want to hear nothing else. 
okay? When she said period. So everybody went to Miami, so I said period. That's some shit we grew up hearing in Miami. We grew up hearing that. So I don't understand when people come and say certain things and this is their opinion, this is their life, while somebody else got to come and say, oh, I'm going to expose this, I'm going to expose that, I'm going to, okay, but why? You, you're in your community, you have, a, you, know, you have your opinion, I have my opinion. So then I see T.K. Kirkland, well, T.K. Kirkland been talking that shit. Then, and who, who knows T.K. Kirkland? Raise your hand. And if you don't, I, I'm a comedy connoisseur. I, I used to go to comedy shows. Oh, my gosh. Pretty much all of the comics I am very familiar with in their style. And I told you guys, even when Aerie Spears and all that stuff happened, I told you I was very shocked because I thought that was his way of comedy. I didn't know that was his way of life. I know he always loved the Latinas. He didn't really, you know, deal with our ass too much. All the baby mamas and the wives was was Spanish chicks and, and word on the street. He was beating them and, and threatening them and all kind of other shit. Okay? We've been hearing all this. That's old T. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. Old T new coffee alert. Old T new coffee alert. I keep telling y'all that. All this stuff is old T new coffee. And they just regurgitate it in the, you know, in, in the form of my, my Caucasian friends. They regurgitate it. 10 years down the line, it's like, oh my God, oh, this is the tea that we sip at tea. No, that's some that's some old ass tea. This new coffee. It's strong now because it's just got revigorated, room, room. You, you lit it back up. So I'm like, okay, it's time to talk about it. We're gonna talk about leprechaun lanes. We're gonna talk about the false hood of the statements that were entered into evidence. For his defense and for his mercy. Shout out to you, Iggy. Iggy, don't tell her. Ooh, don't tell her. Don't tell her. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, uh, I didn't know they were going to put it in public. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I thought it was just go to the judge. Bitch, what you thought? A lot of times they read the statements out loud because this is usually in a jury trial they do because the jury has to hear the letters, the statements that are made from these witnesses that are speaking on behalf of the defendant that are asking for mercy. And these are the reasons why I told you guys they were going through a lot of mitigations. He had like 70 plus letters that were um, brought to him. And then he had all of these, you know, he had, he had the man. I'm not just a member. I'm not hell lost president. He had a damn Rogaine man sitting up there talking about he was very nice where I was giving him his 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 hair implants. He was helping out the other guys that would need the hair implants too. He's a good man. He paid me them $20,000, $45,000 every time I had to put a string in that bald ass damn spot on the top of his head. What does that have to do with his character? And how does that tell a judge that this is the reason why you should have mercy on this man? Because he was telling somebody, hey, dog, it's going to be okay. He, he put the best plugs in. This is the plug for the plugs. That's what makes him have mercy. Yes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about all of the outrage in the words of Chris, Chris Rock, the selective outrage, free Tory. Oh, I can't believe he's got 10 years. I told y'all that I say about 12. I told you the guy that was very familiar with California state of law and the penal system there, he said 11. So it was right around. What we said, 
he did not even include the issue with August because he said at the end of the day, he was never charged with that. So to be fair, I cannot consider that in my ruling. Cool. You know, I know, they know, the world knows you beat up August. You know, I know, they know, the world knows you beat up Prince. You and your damn security right there in the damn club in Miami. Right here. Right here. As a matter of fact, you was living in Miami. As a matter of fact, when you got caught with the guns, you was in Fort Lauderdale. You was in, between Hollywood and Fort Lauderdale. Right here. South Florida. So we're very familiar with your ass and your violent ways and your lack of anger management and your temperament and your cockiness. And you put it on display during the trial. Up until two days before a judge was make a ruling, now all of a sudden, you a monk, you praying to the chaplain coming, oh, he prayed with the, everybody knows a, a, a convict Christian. Raise your hand. If everybody here who knows a convict Christian, raise your hand if you're sure. Okay. The daddy was, oh, you're going to pay for this. I'm going to talk to my God about you. A.K.A. I'm going to go and boil up some juices and some damn berries. And when I get through, hung y'all, 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 hung y'all, 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 judge. I was wondering for a minute, like, uh-oh. It looked like sun, 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 sun. Then went sun up, sun down on the judge. Because this is taking a little too long. But the judge did his job. He actually went through all of the mitigation for the defense as, as he did for the, the prosecution. He made sure he took time and wrote, read every letter. And then you sit your ass up there and you say, today, that that was my friend. And the victim was a friend. He was a friend of mine. Okay. You don't take it back to grandma them days. A friend of mine. And we used to, and we both lost our mothers at a young age. And we used to sit up and drink and talk about that and get drunk together. Okay. Okay. Anything. I, I let a lot of secrets out that night. I, I was very stupid letting secrets out that night that I shouldn't have let out that nobody knew. Okay. You stopped short of saying, and I shot her in a pinky toe. You stopped short, Delores. Quick. Quick, I'm going, what you going to do? Quick, shoot me in my pinky toe. i shoot that crusty motherfucker. I'm trying to tell you that I'm going to shoot that crusty motherfucker. Oh, you don't get, okay. Quick, you shot her in her pinky toe. You shot me. You shot me. And for those of you who were out here talking shit, but she said it was glass. So how they get to the hospital? They talking about they found fragments. Are you stupid or are you dumb? It's called a medical report and a doctor is not going to say, oh, you want me to tell them glass? I'll tell them glass. He's going to say what the hell he took out of it. And when you read through the medical report, when he did a minor procedure, which was to remove the fragments out and just suture it up a little bit, to sew it on back up or use some Dermabond, depending on how deep it was. Let me get into a medical lesson with y'all. She said she told them that. Remember, we was in the middle of quarantine. First of all, yeah, shouldn't have even been over there in the damn pool with her titties out the window. That little hoe trying to get back at fucking Travis. 
that's what y'all get too. Actually, all of y'all, they got why the hell y'all keep fluffing with them damn witches of Calabasas? Stay y'all ass away from them. Every one of y'all that ever go around and you come out batshit crazy, the only one that really ever escaped was Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush said, I'm just getting, oh, I ain't with this shit. But his mama say, boy, if you go do that, you just lost me. I ain't going to your wedding. One thing you ain't going to tell a black son is that you ain't coming to the wedding. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's put a stop sign in it. Mama ain't coming to the wedding. Wait, I got to think about this. Now, there are some that will move forward with it. And usually nine times, I only want to say nine. I'm going to give you a little, give you a little, a little leniency. Maybe seven out of ten, it still work out. She'll never like her. It's going to always be something about her. And I'm going to tell y'all something, too. I told y'all this once before on this platform. My mom couldn't stand Jada. She said, why is Will ruining his life? Why would he do his real wife like that? His original wife. Y'all know, Trey Mama. Why would he do that? I don't like her. And I was like, Mom, Jada Pinky, what you from different, from different world? What do you mean, Mom? She's cool. She says, that bitch ain't buy nothing. And I was like, this Jada from different world? What you mean, Mama? She said, I see it. And I know, where, where is Will's mama at? How she letting that happen? She ain't going to do nothing but destroy him eventually. And voila. She fucking on a damn kid's friend. She popping psychics with the kids. She letting some old growing, cracker 30 years old or whatever, lay up in the bed with Willow taking pictures and shit. Talking about cheese. Here I am. With a young ass black girl. Just my friend in the bed. Wheel all over the place. You got rumors of them having, you know, parties. The party parties. So, I digress. Here we go. Now, you got Iggy. Iggy, 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 Iggy. Iggy, sit your ass down. Now, I just stick up for you, Iggy, because I know you was coming up. You was the girl that was coming up in the underground. I always told the story. When I used to be real deep, I used to drop off little tidbits here and there. Shout out to allhiphop.com. I shot a little tea. It's like y'all look like to call it. A little coffee about Flavor Flavor in Las Vegas or something. And shot it to him. And I got a little shout out back then. It wasn't hot to John back then or whatever. Gave me a shout out. We used to be like one of those, you know, blanket. If you got some rumor meal, stuff like that, or use something you know, you can, you know, drop it over here. And we'll give you a shout out, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, loved allhiphop.com. You was coming up. They were talking about this girl and these two girls that was coming up. One that was really being co-signed by Kim and Baby and Slim. And another one that was coming up and she was hard. And she was coming in the game and she was from Australia. But she was hard. Her name was Iggy Azalea. When she got on with T.I., when she started getting too big for her britches, like my grandma used to say, slow it down. We about to diss you. You jump your ass up and write a letter for somebody to talk about, um, you know, do what you got to do, judge, but don't, you know, do something that will teach him a lesson, but not something that will take away his life and all this crazy shit. But a whole woman 
was assaulted. You got people like talking about Kelsey did it. And if she just get up there and say, if that was the case, you think that niggas would sit there and risk getting this time if Kelsey truly did it? Unless he just taking one for the team? Do you think he would have sounded remorseful on the phone to Kelsey and said, and I quote, Meg, oh no, Meg, you know, Meg's people, you know, they're all on it. Oh yeah, because I was about to say, Meg can't do nothing right now. Yeah, right, she can't do nothing right now, bitch, because she at the hospital getting down fragments, taking out her fucking foot. Are y'all stupid or are y'all dumb? The outrage is sickening. It's depressing. It's depleting. Because that means no matter what, Meg, you should have had a cane and been a sporty-ass, cane-walking-ass chick for the past two years. That's what you should have done. You should have did you a, a dance routine with a cane, swinging the cane around, and you should have been always seen with that bad-ass, bleaned-out-ass cane. Because that's the only way that... Say, they, oh, it ain't so bad, shit. You got bitches walking around. Oh, I said, my old man took my eye. I'm sitting around here with a glass eye, and this bitch crying about some fragments. Bitch, yes. Fragments in my foot. When she was twerking in the club later on that week. Yes. Yes. Because we got to put on, I'm a strong black woman. I'm a strong black woman. Ladies, we got to learn to be the dancer in the stress. Oh, he shot me. He shot me. He was me. Every time you mention your name, oh. every time he mentioned his name, that's what you should have been doing, obviously. Because these dodo heads out here don't understand when a woman's been assaulted and that he's supposed to be punished accordingly. No matter whether he's black, white, Hispanic, purple, green, yellow, it don't matter. Punish that motherfucker. Would you like somebody to hit your mama? So, I'm going to stop right there. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and conclude. And then we're going to get into Neo, TK, and Jason Lee. We'll be back. Zop the John's experience. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. To absolutely nobody. Make sure I am clear. That is your public service announcement for Talk About It Tuesdays, my dear. Yes, tonight I will apologize for nothing or to no one about my opinion that I'm having here on my platform. Shout out to Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, iHeart Music, and Radio Public, and anywhere that you can find podcasts. Make sure that you look for the Hot B. Johns Experience. Hit that heart. Because I love you, baby. And hit that bell so you can be notified every time I upload a brand new episode. Okay? We are back from our break. And this is Taco About It Tuesdays. This is our spin on Taco Tuesdays. Where you get your burritos, your taquitos, your mojitos, your fritos. And you sit down and um, listen to me while I discuss some of this Cheetos. <laughs> Shout out to my Cali Tony Ponies. Shout out to y'all, shout out to the GA, shout out to JR, shout out to you, baby. Shout out to New Jersey, New Jersey in-house, shout out to you, just appreciate you. Shout out to all of my day ones, new ones, and just begun. Shout out to Big G, coming to y'all soon. We're going to be discussing the state of the culture. Shout out to LT Greasy. We're going to be coming on here, getting over some commentary and talk about some real trill woman spiel okay and i want you gentlemen to join us when we do because this is going this is an all-inclusive platform let's be clear 
Now, I have my opinions and I'm willing to listen to anyone's opinion. And I will have my opinion. I'm, I, I have strong opinions. You might have a strong opinion, but I will allow you to have that. But to go under attack, I will not be attacked. And I will try my best not to attack you. Okay, we're all human, boo. But what, what we're not going to do, what we're not going to do is make us look like we are the lesser because it was not for us. Y'all wouldn't even be here to have an opinion. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We'll be going getting into that next. Okay, so now to get on to Leprechaun Lanes, and we're finishing up. Bottom line, he got up there, he made a statement. Um, he said he regret letting out the secrets. He regret, you know, what happened that night, and he just want the chance to be able to be a father to his son and to be um, a husband, you know, because a, a better fiance. And I'm like, oh, he don't pull that one too, good y'all. Raise your hand if y'all know convicts who get engaged and or married during or right after they get locked up for a long time. Raise your hand. Usually it's because you don't want them to be, you know what, you won't stand by me because if they wanted you to come and testify against me, then I'm going to need you to marry me because then as my wife, you can't do it. I know somebody who did it. Take a sip. Mm. It ain't stiff and sir Saturdays yet, but I take a sip on that my damn self. I've seen it personally, and it happens all the time. So now you're a fiance, but right then you're philandering. You're philandering in the damn pool with a whole, I don't even know what that is, talking about the, the moonlight was glistening off her skin. He thought he was in heaven. Are you, where? Where? In Kylie Pool? The MILF? The one who, who done got so much damn surgery, she don't even look her damn age. Kind of like she about 35 years old. I think she only ever been of what, 23? The one that she was with Tiger yesterday, got with Travis at Coachella, and then next week she was pregnant, and then she walked around with a whole Chinese Tiger-looking ass baby telling her that's Travis' baby. But hey, Travis, you said you did a DNA stormy yours? Hey, who am I? I wasn't there. I wasn't there shooting the flare. You was there shooting the flare, so you must know it was... And one thing Michael Myers is saying, sometime, fellas, do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do, free game alert. Sometimes, fellas, it's wet when you get it. Y'all better pay attention. And when you run through a briar patch, you don't know which one's sticky, okay? Ladies, when you run through a briar patch, you don't know which one's sticky because she ran through that bitch. She ran through. Tyler ran straight through the Coachella, right through the Travis, and then he out here making song with damn scissors, talking about, let me put a baby up inside you. Now he burned down that Astro World, and now he trying to run and come home. He wants sexy red. He wants scissor. That's how y'all ass do. Y'all go over there and maneuver and philander with the, with the, with the ops, and then jump y'all ass back over the tracks and come over here, please. Please. I ain't mean to go over there. Save me. Then you had a whole Rihanna and fluffed that up. You fluffed that up. Ain't that like, nigga, I've been sitting in the cut for too long. You think I'm going to let your ass come up on the scene and take her home? You crazy. <laughs> but yes, let's get back to Leprechaun Lambs. Now, I know y'all saying I'm having a little bit too much fun with this. And the only, and it's not that I'm having fun because, yes, I feel sorry for his son that is going to more than likely have to visit him behind bars 
um, and, and sister mama let him come up there during school days to sit up there to look like he was a whole family man in, in, in court. The least you could do, you may, you may as well just finish on finish the job and let him go see him over there. But just be warned and be careful. A lot of times those those sons that see that and that that have that happens with, they tend to become uh, resentful. And um, as they get older and they understand more and more about the situations and stuff and start hearing things. And these days, they ain't even got to hear nothing. There's so, there's so much technology around them. They see it. They're, they're very um, tech-savvy. Tech, tech so they could go and search their daddy name and see a whole bunch of stuff come up. So we have to be intentional how we carry ourselves. All jokes aside, let's talk about it. We have to be very intentional how we carry ourselves out here, especially now. We did shit. In the 90s, you are never motherfucking out. <laughs> Can we talk about it? You won't know. Have fun. That was a night. Wasn't that a night? Yeah, that was a night. You don't even know what night we talking about. We could have been talking about we could have been talking about a million different nights. You will never know. Now, if I go out the front door, I know you asked when I the front door last night. How you know I went to the front door? I told you, yeah, you told me you went out the back door, but you went out the front door. Cause I saw it on Instagram. I saw somebody had that kind of picture of you. I said, look at her ass. I went out the front door. That's the type of shit that's happening now. You got cameras and the lights on the streets. I don't, you know, I don't went through this up with y'all already. You know, we are being watched. We are the, the Truman Show. Okay. We are the Truman Show. The Truman Show, if you got for you who don't know, was a movie that Jim Carrey was in. I think I referenced that movie here before. The movie that Jim Carrey was in where there were cameras in his house and every, it, the whole thing was about his life. The show was about his life. And he just wanted to get away from the cameras. That's what we are now. We just want to get away from the cameras. A lot of times you won't see me post. It don't, just don't mean I ain't got a man. But they'll swear, oh, she can't have no man. I don't see that on her social media. I bet that ain't for you. I don't need to post up nothing. All I need him to do is post up and they pull that. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't want you to think that I'm um, rejoicing, even though I'm rejoicing, because I am a former victim of a crime i'm a former victim of a violent bastard who was cocky who did not want to take accountability who did not want to admit his wrong and um he had to go do some time okay so i understand and i was at like meg too in the beginning i was lying i was trying to make excuses um you know story time you know quick story time i was making excuses and stuff because i don't want him as a black man to get locked up i don't want to be the reason that the black man get locked up yes because that is powdered into our heads so much that we do fall into that trap but after a while when you got a female that goes so hard that she go up there and she and she talk about glass and then your manager decides to pounce like a dumbass and get on that yeah mega you 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 and she went wait a minute like you now you're trying to kill my character and i'm sitting up here lying she was like okay now y'all want me to tell y'all the truth y'all want me to tell y'all what happened and that's what she got everybody said, yeah remember when she was on her social media and she was lying and then she came back no she was protecting in her mind she was protecting and then it happened and then it happened you and your manager's big ass mouth and then you decide to just jump on it and then you didn't help your case by mocking her but we're not going to keep regurgitating that because we've gone over all the things that you did that you shouldn't have done so as i stated to you guys last night he um according to michael the gentleman on the um law show that i asked about um the time 
and then he referred to the time frame yeah, I used to be because I think it's he called it provision fifty seven or something like that in California. Uh, my California listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but that number might be fifty one, but I think it was uh, provision fifty seven where it got changed where you get game time for certain activities behind bars. So no longer is it um eighty five percent of the time that you have to do to the door, you only have to do sixty six point six percent. So. For those who don't know how to count, I'm going to round it on up and make it round numbers. We're going to say 70% out of 10 years, and that's seven years, okay? So he's looking at probably six and a half to seven years that he's going to do. Now, after he comes out of that, I think they're taking his ass straight to the airport. I, I really do. And everybody, oh, now they're talking about the him. Yes, bitch, he's not a U.S. citizen. Why he was so busy around here? Running with the shooters. Okay, he should have been running with the motherfucking immigration and taking his ass down there to fucking um downtown Miami and getting his papers. But they don't want that. They want to be able to go back home. A lot of times, you know, you don't you find very few Canadians that come over here and get a full citizenship. I only know about one, a very, very, very close friend of mine, my, my kid's godfather, and he did it. But I think he has a duel. I don't want to put his business out like that. But the point is, you don't find too many, okay, that do that. But at the end of the day, he got 10 years. Um, he could he was facing up to 22 years. I didn't think he would get anywhere near 22 years because you know she wasn't main per se. She wasn't, thank God, taken all the way out. Y'all know what I mean by that. And um, so yeah. Um We'll see what happens. You know, his father had apologized to the judge. I think all of that, those apologies for him and his son were too little too late because they carried and carried. Okay, they carried that for nine months and 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 birthed it. They they were doing too much carrying. Okay, they were carrying twins and triplets. So look, we won't. You know, that's the end of our little leprechaun lollipop, and hopefully, he won't become somebody's lollipop while he's in there. I'm sure they're going to have him in PC the, the the whole time he's there. And um, maybe this time when you come in, if he stays in there the whole 10, he will come out at the age of 41. So um, I'm going to put a question at the end of this podcast, and I want you guys to answer me. You see the question, you know how to click on it, and then put your answer. Do you think Tori's going to have to do the whole 10? Do you, do you think he's going to be, you know, a good little leprechaun? And be able to get out with the um 66 because i believe this is state time so he does have to do 66.6 so he'll get out in about six and a half seven years put that i'll, I'll put that question at the end of this um episode and you guys answer what you think i i think um i don't think he's going to do that i think he's going to be like the best citizen ever he more than likely is going to you know he can't do like um my boy in you know the boss over in jamaica where he can they, they don't let them record and shit over here like that so that ain't gonna happen i think the last person we knew to record straight from jail was shine and that was you know that was a link to diddy and before we get into wayne brady and um no we, we'll do that tomorrow i already said it um because that's gonna break out from my itinerary that i had today it's not gonna even match let's move on Okay, so, okay, Little Wretched Leprechaun Lollipop is gone. All right, and we'll see what happens when he comes home, um, home to Canada. Because I honestly think 
that uh, he will not be staying here. I really don't think that. Okay. Now, I like I said, this came across my desk like two days ago. And I said, you know what? When I start getting this stuff, I am going to like just start reporting on it right then because I began some shit way ahead of other people. And then they start talking about it. I'm like, oh, for real? That was a good one? Okay. <laughs> that was newsworthy? All right. So it came across and said, Wayne Brady pansexual. And I'm like, okay. Pansexual. And y'all like that saying, what you mean pansexual? He like to fuck frying pans. <laughs> Bacon pans, <laughs> cake pans, aluminum pans, shit, I don't know. But I think he said that pansexual means that um, he bought that life. Let me just let me just put it down there because I already told you. I'm probably just asking nobody. He bought that life. It's by, um, it's almost like, is that, do I want to say thoughtish? Do I want to say this thought sexual? Cause you 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 about that life you you fuck anything you fuck anybody whoever want you know whoever about me I'm about them you know if I'm if they're attracted to me and I'm attracted to them no matter what and he said that pansexual to him and he said he hope he's not messed up the definition um means that you are attracted to anyone that's attracted to you no matter if they are. non-binary bisexual or whatever now he stopped short of saying gay and which to me and he's let me finish and he said that um he just it was time for him to do this for himself you know he wanted to come out and and let this be known and this feels better uh, as you know, he has a wife. Well, he has an ex-wife. He was married to um, an Asian young lady. And I think they had one daughter. And uh, I don't know if y'all saw his uncensored or not on, what is that, on TV One. He had a very, you know, and I think he's from Trinidad, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, from the islands and stuff. And he told his little story and everything. And I was at the time, I'm not going to even lie, I'm not, in the words of my New York fam, I'm not going to hold you. I really thought at that time, oh, he finally going to tell it. So I watched this uncensored thinking he's finally going to tell it because in the back of my mind, and I know this is probably judgmental and, you know, God is not done with me yet. So he's still working on me. Don't come for me because he's working on me. I don't mean to be judgmental and it's not judgmental, but it's the way he was with the, the, um, Broadway and the music and the dancing and the and he's very flamboyant. I he he gave me like a little more masculine than a Billy Porter, but and and um so talented with the singing and the dancing and all of that and the way he you know he's very well spoken and usually when you find like that, that's usually what it is. Not saying well spoken men got to be so don't don't twist up my damn word. Listen to what I'm saying. So when I saw the title of the the article, I was like, wow, okay, cool. Now, he says in the article, and I don't even know why, and this was reported by Parade. 
Wayne Brady is opening up about his sexual sexuality and journey to discovering that he's pansexual. The Who's Line is in any way star discussed his newly unearthed um, part of himself in People magazine that was featured on August 7th. Told y'all, I got this like a couple days ago, I promise you. And he explained that the label pansexual best fit him because pan means be able to be attracted to anyone who identifies and i i now i um i digress and i i take out my statement he did say gay identifies as gay straight bi trans or non-binary in other words he bought that life he bought whatever that's what we used to call it like all you know all these damn different damn words that y'all want to use now that's great you make it sound cute but when we say, oh, that nigga about whatever, you already knew what it was, girl. You sure you want to talk to him because he bought that life. That's what that shit means. Bought that life could go two ways. Bought that life could mean that he bought that life. He might be beating your ass. You know, he bought that life. He, you know, very aggressive. He just bought that life. He in the game. Or he's bought that life. Sorry, three ways. Bought that life. You know, he freaky. Okay? That's what we used to say. Girl, you sure you want to talk to him? Because you know he that nigga about that life. Girl, what you mean about that life? Girl, he about that life, okay? Because I saw, you know, I heard a word from the bird. He was down there with Prince. And you know what Prince is. And Prince liked to eat always with the thugs. And we had a little neighborhood punk named Prince. And Prince used to give us the 411 on everything. He would stop us from talking to certain guys because he would tell us. Oh, I know I could get him. Oh, I know I could snatch him. Oh, you know I had him already. Stuff like that. He would tell us about these guys. So when they would come and try to flirt with us, talk to us or whatever, we looked at them crazy because we already got the word from Prince, God bless the dead, from Prince. He used to break it all out to us. So this is nothing new is what I'm saying. And I'm just trying to figure out why. And, you know, and, 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 and I want to say this too. Let me put a pin in that real quick. To all the motherfuckers out here that get on your little platform and talk about and, and people that sit and say, I'm trying to figure out what I'm thinking is. Bitch, that's called an opinion. That's called from my opinion. So you want a person to say, in my opinion, we will say in my opinion to appease your dumb ass since you don't understand when they say, I'm trying to figure out or what I'm, or um, the way I see it. That's what it's called. It's called in my opinion. Those are other phrases to use. Now, let me take the pen out and go back. Let me keep driving down the road because I, you know, some people I have to check their ass when I think about it. So he said that um, being able to be attracted across the board, like I said, he bought that. He, he this should be for everybody. We say that too. That should be for everybody, girl. That's for the streets. That's for the streets is old too. Oh, that nigga for the streets. That's that nigga for the streets. That used to be. That was a, you know, double montage. It meant, you know, more than one thing. Okay. So now he says that he told, um, he explained that the label best fit him because Pam means being able to be attracted to anyone. All right. And he said, at least for me right now, that is the proper place. Brady, who forms a unique family with his daughter, Maylee, 20, she's very pretty, ex-wife, Mandy Takeda, she's pretty as well, 47, and Takeda's partner, Jason Fordham, shared the news with Takeda first. She told people, I just said, great, as I knew coming out 
would help him be happier. In other words, the wife already knew. His ex-wife already knew. That's why she probably the ex-wife. And she got a partner. Why the hell she ain't married him? Uh, you know, because I saw them on Family Feud. They look like a nice, tight-knit family. I don't know if Jason is being shared amongst the three. I don't know. You know, they get, he's paying, okay? So he paying and he paying. They might be, you know what I mean, laying, okay? So he said he told his daughter, and his daughter was just like, okay, because she's Gen Z. So she's probably looking like, okay, dad, great. Um, Can I go back and get on my social media now? They're not even thinking about that shit. So he said he revealed that um, introspective journey started because of ongoing loneliness and love. He said, I realized that I had a problem because if I can spend everything on stage and on camera, but then I come home and there is a love deficit, what is going on? That was my rock bottom. It took him a long time to really analyze his personal feelings. Brady shared, I've also been attracted to certain men in my life. I told y'all. But I've always pushed that aside because of how I was raised and because I live in today's world and it's scary as shit. And I have a news flash for you, Wayne. We knew this shit already. Thank you, class. What? I want anybody out there to raise your hand if you are surprised at this revelation by Wayne Brady. Raise your hand if you're sure. I guarantee you ain't nobody out there raising their damn hand right now. All of us always look at Wayne like, I know, oh, he got a, I remember when he was talking about his wife and his baby and all that stuff, you know, and everybody was like, oh, he got a wife, he got married, or he got a beard. And we all know what a beard is, what we refer to a beard, okay? Let's be clear. But the comedian also um, noted that he's always had many supportive people from the LBGTQ community around him yes because they knew they were just waiting on you to come out they didn't want to out you they were like man we just gonna stay right here because she probably one of them was probably looking at you as like you know what i could get down with wayne but he gotta come out first i don't want to put him out there okay i've always had that community but i've always felt like a sham because i wasn't being forthcoming with myself thankfully brady's now at a point where he's confident and assured about who he is and is proud to share it with the world. And once again, I say and will say again, who the hell said we didn't know? Who the hell said that we care? We love your little musical acts. When you come on these award shows, we know this shit gonna be good. We know that you off the chain when you get up there and do your little raps and your little freestyle. You have people throw words at you and shit like that. We love Wayne Brady. For those of us who love Wayne Brady, we don't care who's in your damn bed. And I want to know where did this come from that we're supposed to care who's in your bed. Now, let's move along to Neil. Y'all know we've, we've been so sick of him, his love songs and all ever since he tried life. Or I should say, like there uh, with Monchetta, Monchetta Shaw, when he made that lady go out there and clip and not just clip. We know over here in the hood, when you clip and burn, that means you know you never, ever, 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 ever plan on having no more kids. And this motherfucker set his ass up there, had those two boys with that girl, told her, you know, we're going to get married and I think we got enough. I got, you know, my baby. Remember, we had took care of a baby that he thought for a while was his. Couldn't find out it wasn't his. He was all upset about that. 
Then we got with Marietta. They had their two kids. Oh, I think we got enough. This is good for us. We're going to get married. Then they end up breaking up. She was on Hollywood Exes. Oh, and that was her storyline. She was standing in the house looking like Deb Gotti. This nigga been able to come in and out with the keys. She's standing in his big-ass damn mansion. He always on tour. He's never there. You know, he was playing the Ray Charles. I'm going to let you stay in my house. Don't tell me, B, about where I'm supposed to be. I was going to be where I was going to be. Okay? He was the fucking Ray Charles of the new day. He had us had B standing in the damn house raising them kids. Come in. Now, he was the Irv Gotti of the new day. Because Irv Gotti did the shit back in our told y'all story. On Gotti's way. He had damn Gotti sitting out there while he had a whole fucking full-fledged relationship going on with damn Ashanti. So, once again, do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do. This is OT, new coffee alert. This shit is old. So, Neo says he won't be bullied into walking back his gender identity comments for apologizing after apologizing to the LGBTQ community. Now, after offering an apology over recent comments on children, parenting, and gender identity, Neo is letting it be known that in the words of Nene Lee, he said what he said, okay? Um, I did not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls. That's my reality. Now, in my opinion, offending somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended. Because that wasn't my intention. It's never my intention to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. He noted that he merely answered a question during an interview and didn't ask anyone to agree with him before stating, I have no beef with the LGBTQIA plus community whatsoever. Nonetheless, he doubled down on never being okay with children dictating their gender identities. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that will be that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. We should add that he said he was open to further educating himself to the matter. However, Neo didn't see how any particular piece of information could sway his opinion in this in the subject. Towards the end of the video, he declared. If I get canceled for this, then you know what, maybe, you know what, maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, and I don't have a problem with that. Within his lengthy caption, his soul sick, the soul sick singer declared, I will not be bullied into apologizing for having an opinion. Ten toes down in this shit, okay? He also clarified that his intention is never to offend anybody. And furthermore, he acknowledged that he would accept any of his children if they wanted to be something other than what they were born to be. Though he'd have them wait until they're old enough and mature enough to make that decision. Okay? The update comes less than a day after Neo shared his deepest apologies to anyone that he may have offended or hurt with his commentary. Within his message, Neo said he's always been an advocate for, uh, for love and inclusivity with support to everyone, freedom of expression. Now, this was an interview that he did with Gloria uh, Velez, the old school uh, video vixen. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to discuss Jason Lee going on a rant about Neo and everybody else. Okay? We will be back. 
Y'all go grab a mojito, toquito, a margarita, and bring your ass phone back. It's the Hotly John Experience. I love experiencing with you. Public service announcement. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. from the prophet leprechaun lanes okay all right we are back it is talk about it tuesday is here on the hot john's experience welcome welcome back glad that you are here we are having a deep dive tonight on talk about it tuesdays we had to pin our itinerary for the night to go back in time yeah a couple of days i saw this like two days ago on my timeline and didn't think it was gonna be a big deal this exploded overnight so here we are. We're going to talk about it, okay? So when we left off, we were discussing Neil, his um, statements in regards to a question that was asked by Gloria Velez, who uh, works on Vlad. You know, you know anybody that's tied to Vlad, DJ Vlad, this just a little, you know, this ain't even no free game. This is just a little, um, not even a warning, but just a little advice. Get y'all ass out the way so y'all get ran over by a Mack truck or something. It's always something that happens to somebody that's over there. You get hit. It might not be meant for you, but you end up getting hit anyway. It's just, it's it's not a good place to be. It's not a good place to be. Okay. Um, And she asked the question. She interviewed Neil as well as she's the same one that interviewed TK Kirkland. And the question came up about gender identity and if you know his child and the man t- you know we already read his statement you know he, he got seven children you know he round here damn near a brady bunch but we know it took him a whole bunch to get the damn brady bunch because he got two over here two a piece one a piece three a piece no a piece type shit you know piece together and had seven kids we ain't gonna talk about how he fucked over my yeah the shawl with the the wife or the, the next with the side rich and then she became the wife and then she tried to throw shit in the Monietta face because she the wife, you know, because he actually married her and never married Monietta, but then he had whole fucking relationships, but raw, in raw dog and hoes on the side of her, and then he had two old pretty at the same time after that. Obviously, you are a heterosexual man, but you obviously are a heterosexual man that has a sex addiction, and maybe you need to go and talk to Eric Benet, who fucked up with Halle Berry back in the day, okay, because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants, okay? So maybe you need to go talk to him because he went to a little sex addict clinic and, and got his shit together. Supposedly he now he supposed to be all good and healed with Lord. So, you know, maybe that's what you need to do, Neo, because I think we saw you one one day you were asking for child support for one of them. And then next day we saw y'all holding hands and you was there throwing her a birthday party or something in the club, making it rain. I don't know. Neo, you know, you you're going through a lot of stuff and you know, every like I said, every every two years, eh, you come out and you have to make some big statement about your heterosexuality, okay? Even when I saw your uncensored episode, your unsung or uncensored was one of them, I think it was both, that you mentioned the fact that, because it's always been stated about you, and you always had to say, look, I am not. I was raised in a house for women. Yes, I, I know the game of women. And I wonder why this too. Can we talk about it real quick? Why are the men that are raised 
and I'm not gonna say all of y'all, but a majority of the men that were raised in the hospital women are either abusers or horrors. I don't understand that. Or a combination of the two. I remember the time where my mom was saying, you the best man to give somebody who was raised a man was raised in the hospital women because he understands the woman. But these motherfuckers, now they come out of the houses for the women. I don't know what the hell y'all teaching them, ladies, but they are abusive, they're bitter, they're 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 sore losers, they're insecure, they um they're horrors. They just don't they can't stop. I, you know, maybe they saw too much pussy and titties growing up, because y'all know black people don't care about being naked in the house now. We don't care. Um, bring me that towel right there. Oh, mom, you man, give me that, bring me that towel. Shit, I gave you what you got. You don't what you worry about it for, okay. So that happens. That happens. A lot of people don't like Boosie when he be keeping it real, but he say a lot of shit that happens in the culture. Is it right? Is it wrong? Eh, you be the judge. But it happens. Okay? But I just I just want that, that question to be out there. Maybe I should put that at the end of this podcast too. Why is it that the men who are raised in a house full of women these days tend to be abusive or horrors? Abusers or horrors? That's a good question. I don't understand. I would think that they would be more respectful. They would not be abusive. They'd be opening the door because that's how they used to be back in the day. And, and the women were going crazy over him because he was a mama's boy. Our mama, my, you know, your period came on. He didn't, you didn't have to worry about going in there cooking in the kitchen. No, because he know you cramping. He gonna go in there cooking in the kitchen. He wash your clothes. He cook your dinner too. Yeah. Okay. Soon as he come off from work. What happened to those niggas? Now these motherfuckers coming out of these houses of women, they coming out all aggressive. They coming out with a chip on their shoulder. They hate women. It's almost like y'all want to fucking low-key be one. You mad because you're not one. I'm the prize. This me. It's just pick me. I'm the one that's supposed to be. I'm like, what the what? Uh, anyway, that's a that's another topic for another um episode, child. But I just had to put that out there. I'm just finding it very odd these days that that's what we are dealing with out here with these men that are raised in a house full of women i would think that it would be less but hey who am i all right so two days ago again i see this thing pop up on my feed tk kirkland the comedian and they always he's very provocative he's always he's like he was like the original Corey holcomb the original um, what's the, the guy that passed? Patrice, um, not Russian, oh God. Uh, Patrice, I forgot his last name, but the comedian Patrice, I remember his last name in a minute. But he was those guys, the shock, the that's talked about this thing, you know, like Curry Hoka would talk about, you know, did y'all know the average um child of a single mom would see five men leave out their mama room before the age of 16? And you'd be like, What the fuck? <laughs> then women, you would see the women, you say, I see y'all bitches out there counting right now. Yeah. I even I I would ask my son like, oh, did y'all see five motherfuckers coming out of here? I don't think it was five motherfuckers came up in here. Okay, I would have been like, what? Okay, so you know that was that's the type of comedy he does, and he says because it be true shit, but it be so hard hitting because of the truth. The truth hurts. Truth tickles you, but the truth will tackle you as well. As well. So. He was on there, and he was asked about getting. I don't know why. I want this to stop too. When people are in interviews, if I'm a comedian, ask me about my comedy. You can ask me about the state of the world order and all this. You can ask me about all of that. Don't ask me about nobody fucking gay. Don't ask about who's sleeping in somebody's bed. Ask me about the shit going on with me. 
That's what I would say. Stop putting me in shit. And child, you, you're trying to make this an interesting interview. No, bitch. What would be interested in this interview is you telling people, you know, how I feel about certain things and where they could go see me next live. Okay. So that being said, he was asked about, you know, about gays and this and that and the third. And he said, if you want to be gay, I think you should do whatever you want to do, but you don't have to promote it. I don't come out saying, yo, I was just fucking this afternoon. I just think these, <laughs> I just think these need to go back to the way they were. Handle your business. What I always tell y'all on here, class, handle your business so your business don't handle you. Very good. Okay. If that's you, then good for you. But it doesn't have to be promoted. We don't have to have Pride Month. We don't have to have parades. And we don't have to have this stuff in the schools to to lure the kids into thinking that it's okay. He then goes on to speak on children transitioning to the opposite sex at a young age. They'll let their children do the sex changes, but you won't let him do cocaine at a young age, or you won't let him drive a car at a young age or alcohol. So this should be the same responsibility that you apply once they get past 21. After I raise you and that's your choice, then I have to respect that. Okay. And, um, let me see if I got a little audio. This is from uh, Vlad TV. Y'all know I have copyright. This is for commentary purposes only. No, I think that if you want to have sex with the same sex, that's your prerogative. If you're a grown-up having sex with a grown-up, that's fine. But it doesn't need to be exploited. Like, we don't need to see your dick flinging in the, the fucking here's the thing store about, yes, your ass. And here's the thing if you want to be gay. I think you should do whatever you want to do, Amen. but you don't have to promote it. I don't come out and say, yo, I'm just fucking this afternoon. Right. You know what I'm saying? Woo, I had a good time. Right, right. I, don't, I just think things need to go back to where they were. Great. Handle your business. If that's you, good for you. Right. But it doesn't have to be promoted. We don't have to have pride month. We don't have to have parades. Like We don't have to have this stuff in the schools to lure the kids into thinking that. And I want to make sure I'm clear. I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying, still do you, but it doesn't have to be highly promoted. That's all I'm saying. Like I read an article that Kamala Harris went to Africa and offered them hundred dollars, I mean, hundred million to promote LBGTQ in Africa. They told them no. They were trying to really push it over in Africa. It's just crazy. Yeah, it is. So how do you feel that these um, men dressing as women dancing for elementary students? I, that, listen to me. Now that's and in in libraries. Here's the thing. Before I continue that, remember those of you who are not my, one of my day ones, my my new my just begins or my new ones. We discussed that here on the platform about Hamburger Marys in Orlando who fought for the right to be able to have children attend drag shows. I don't understand what a burger and fucking fries got to do with my child having to see a man dressed up as Whitney Houston singing, I will always love you. I don't know how the two mix. I don't know why you need to see children there watching you singing. I don't know why you want to dress up as Mary Poppins and take your ass to the schools and read them, uh, um, for sto- read them a book for story time. 
you know, it's great that you would like to do that. I just would not want my child to have that person, a, a drag queen coming to read them a book. I don't see what the problem is for that because I think it's confusing. I, I remember um, even with my kids and he got very upset and, and for a while didn't, didn't um, come by. But I told you about my gay friend, Prince, we're going to leave the name right there. And they were like, uh, and then he was like, you got to talk to your son. And I was like, what's going on? He was like, oh, um, when I was, I was, um, in, when I went in the kitchen and he was at the table, he was like, oh, hey, Auntie Prince. He said, hey, Auntie Prince. I said, oh, okay. When I came out of the restroom. So I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, that's not okay. Cause I'm not an auntie. I'm Uncle Prince. No, you can't say you're Uncle Prince if you're, and you, you're feminine. He was a, a, you know, feminine gay male. So, you know, kids recognize those things okay they do recognize it that's that's let's be clear let's be honest about it so you know parents saying that i don't want to have my child i don't want to come to hamburger mary's and have my child with me and then there's a drag queen up there performing that should not that should not be done but the court struck it down and they regained the right to be able to do the drag shows and have children and tears so let's get back into it Man, who's a girl now, and God bless her, probably could have been in the NBA as a champion. Because I, I just think Dwayne Wade's talented, and I think that is in his DNA. And that child, I, he crippled the child. And these are just my opinions. Right. And the only reason why I'm talking about it, ladies and gentlemen, because it's in social media. Yeah. And once it comes on the air, it belongs to everybody. It's not a private thing anymore. No, I, agree. I just want to make sure people understand that. We're talking about it because it's on the air. Yeah. I think. What all those people are doing, if you the kept it to yourself, they salute you. But once it comes out, you got to talk about it. Yeah, and once you're targeting our children, it's a totally different ballgame. It's a totally like, different ballgame. I'm a ball fight game. for mine, I'm a doc for mine. Right. And, you know, they're sexualizing our children. Yes. Infants, like you're going to wear put a onesie saying that I'm gay. Like yes. you're thinking about their sexuality at a six-month-old. Yes. Uh, you're mentally sick. You're mentally, like, unstable. It's brainwashing. Things. That definitely that works with this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that works with but this. my point again, you see what I'm yeah, saying? I agree. It, we, we've been brainwashing. Him. We oh I oh, yes, yeah. we have. yes we have. I agree. We, we have a lot. We have. Yes. Yeah, we have. And you take the good with the good, you take the bad with the bad. When I sit in life and I think about um, who invented birthdays, because hmm. you know, honey, years ago nobody celebrated no damn yeah, birthday. They didn't. When you think about Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, I, so you think about Christmas, really somebody, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah, somebody right. created all these right. things, right? But it's good that they did. It's good to celebrate Christmas and be family and gifts. It's good to have Thanksgiving and be around yes. people that you love. It's good to celebrate someone's birthday. It's good to have Valentine's Day and give a woman flowers and candies. So even though somebody created, somebody created religion, and it's good that we have all these things, right? Um, to make life better, to create humanity oh, yeah. of, 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 of a certain level. So it's, it's, it's but all good. that's how you take it in, too. Yeah. Some people go extreme thinking that if it's Valentine's, I'm supposed to get jewelry and this and that. No, it's a thought that counts. Even a rose, he wrote a note. So people take it yeah. to extreme, like, oh my God, I'm stressed. It's Christmas time. I have to buy this many gifts. Like, yeah. so we stress ourselves out with make up holidays for to show people we love them with a lot of materialistic things, which we shouldn't have. Right. And I'm just, I'm just really saying, just someone invented it. Somebody right, right. thought of that. 
and but we stress as 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 yeah it's gone it's gone it's gotten out of hand yeah yeah it's gotten out of hand but uh, like again me thinking the way i think (laughs) (laughs) i love the way you think yeah yeah i'm um, not mad at it see every day in in my life is your birthday every day in my life is christmas every day in my life is is a holiday and I always say, I don't let the world dictate to me. I That's dictate right. to the world. Mm, so I, I make that, that day my day or what, how I want that day to be. That's how I move. I love that. I love that. Now, he went on to say in the um, interview as well that he said you could identify as Clear a, a what how we, Let me see if, if they're going to play it. I'd want we don't have to have parades. Like we don't have to have this stuff in the schools to yeah. lure the kids into thinking that. Yeah, and I want to make sure I'm clear. I'm not bashing right. them. I'm just saying, still do you, but it doesn't have to be highly promoted. That's right. all I'm saying. Like I read an article that Kamala Harris went to Africa. Okay, and yeah, they're gonna repeat it again. I mean, honey. So let me um, pause that. Here's the deal. He continued that you could identify as a goldfish if you feel like I don't care. That ain't my business. It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game. I'm not going to call you a goldfish, but if you want to be a goldfish, you can be a goldfish. Okay. And um, he, you know, he said he said what he said he said what he meant he said it uh, he said it repeatedly i'm not trying to bash nobody ain't gonna hurt nobody okay he ain't come to bash nobody i was as he said it's out here it's in public form so this is my opinion and this is what my opinion is he said once you're 21 if you're gonna be and be like yo hey dad you know um i'm 21 now and i just feel like i want to be a woman he, he said he's not going to love them any less. He's going to still love them, but that's their choice at that time. They're grown. They can do that. And that's what I feel. And I think ever since Dwayne Wade allowed his child to transition, this conversation has been the conversation. Okay? And it's been the conversation of everybody, especially Boosie. Oh, Lord, Dwayne, don't cut the baby dick off. Dwayne, don't cut the baby dick off. He only 12 years old. He don't know what he wants. He don't know what he's doing. Dwayne, give him a chance. Dwayne, oh, Lord. Ever since that viral clip, everybody been losing their fleeting minds because everyone has been on 10. They 10 toes down. Then great for you, Dwayne. Great. I wish I could have transitioned at three. You know, they were on their shit. And then we were over here like, oh, no, Dwayne. He's only 12. Leave him alone. And then blocking the, the birth mom out, I think that really what took everybody over the edge because it came to you and Gabrielle. And now Gabrielle jumps up on a fucking parade float and she's sitting up there with, with the baby and with him with, you know, a lace front and nails and stuff. And I think he was like nine or 10 or some shit like that. Where was Dwayne? Nowhere. I think Dwayne was busy buying a part of Dallas or one of these clubs that he um, partially owns now. So... It, it and you saw the older son with them, but if you have you noticed, and this is no um Dwayne and, and anybody in his camp, don't come for me. This is opinion. I'm just a little old podcast over here, okay? But the thing is, I very seldom see the older son with him. 
And I think that's because I don't think that he agreed with it. He here playing basketball. I think you actually took the, the spotlight off of him because he was coming up like other, he was coming up like his daddy. Looking like his daddy, playing like his daddy. Everything went to Zaya. And I think you kind of, you know, that kind of took the light off of him and his development and his basketball skills. It's not like how LeBron and everybody talking about Bronny and Bryce and all of that. You never talk about the oldest one anymore. You're always talking about Zaya and the fashion show. And and we had to move out of Miami because, you know, in, out of Florida because um it's beginning, you know, more less and less inclusive because of the Satan and all the stuff that's going on here. But you you just heard Neo and you heard TK Kirkland. Now you can be the judge if you felt that Neil or TK said something that was derogatory towards LGBTQIA, ABC123 plus or whatever. Okay. You can say if you feel that they said something wrong or not. These are two heterosexual men that were asked a question and they answered it. I'm a heterosexual woman and I say I agree with them. I don't understand why you can't allow that child to develop into an adult. And then if you still want to do that, do that. Way back in the beginning of my podcast journey, I when it was this other story that came out, I talked about a friend of mine and I said, Jose, that's not his real name, but I'm going to leave it there. Jose was a Spanish friend. And he told me a story about how he was abused by a cousin from the age of nine to 12 because it was a male cousin. Okay. Now he had a girlfriend. He was with the girlfriend from like 13 to 14. And then he told me D at the end of the day, I chose what I had gotten used to. He said, I don't, I don't know if I should say, you know, maybe it was my cousin's fault or anything. I don't know if if that had never happened to me. Would I still be? I don't know. I could never tell you that because it happened. And I always wondered why no one would ever recognize that something was different about me. It was like they always wanted him to babysit me. They always wanted me to babysit And then finally I told her and then they didn't believe me. And he, when he told me this whole story, and I used to, cause I used to be like, Jose, you're so nice looking and, and wear the nice damn cologne and da 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 and dress so fry and da. And the way he carried himself and he opened the door for women, stuff like that. And I, I, you know, I just said in, you know, my heterosexual way, you know, why you gay? You know, you, you know what we do. You ask the question, you know, why? Are you sure? Stuff like that. Okay, cool. Now, what I don't understand is what's wrong with these men having their opinion. Why do they have to come under the gun and under attack? Why did Jess Hilarious have to come under attack? Because she stated her opinion after some transsexual woman gets on line and start talking about honey you, you don't own the right to periods and all this shit so you got the right to run your damn mouth but we don't get the, the right to run your ass down you crazy you crazy if you have the right to say how you feel and and, you're, and and then another thing that i'm very tired of is that struggle being applied to the black struggle because 
y'all were accepted in Sodom and Gomorrah. And guess what happened? Here comes spirituality. Let's talk about it. It was accepted. If you were not of that culture, you were shunned. You were looked down upon because you didn't have six and seven women in your bed or you didn't have men and women in your bed. Remember, that's what Sodom and Gomorrah was. And I know some of you, I know my little gay friends, they're going to be like, oh, here they go. They always bring up religion. But what about these men out here? The whorish ass men going too. The adulterers, yeah, they're there in it too. No one is, what about, what about in the Bible where it says no sin is bigger than another sin? You are correct. No sin is bigger than another sin. But you're not going to ask me forgiveness for yours. You feel like you're not committing a sin. And that's the sin. You're never going to repent because you don't feel like you should repent because you feel like what you're doing is okay. We have come in this. If this was in the 50s and 60s, y'all, we understand. And then you try to compare. Yeah, that, you know, we would, if, you know, gay people couldn't come out back then. I worked with a lady who her mom, she remember her, she said she was so close to her dad and she remember her mom and her dad they were married and her dad went away and he said he was going to be coming back. He picked her up and spent her around, said he would be back and he had to, you know, go sell and he would be back and he never came back. When she got older, she asked her mom, her mom says, when you get a little older, I will explain to you, but your dad had to go do what he had to do so he could live his life. She didn't understand that. She said she always thought that her dad deserted her. Well, fast forward, when she became a teenager, she, you know, put up, um, and this was uh, this white friend of mine, um, and she said that her mom set her down, her dad set her down, and her dad told her that the reason he had to leave the family is because he had to live his truth. And back in those days, if he had been there, they probably would have taken him out. And she was like, what do you mean, Dale? Because you, because he got married again and had even more kids and all of that. And he said he tried to do it the traditional way. But at the end of the day, his truth was his truth. And he had no choice but to go live the life that he wanted to live. And she said that's when she realized, and this was like when he was much older and she found out that he had gone away and moved away and he had a partner and all this stuff. He was gay. And she said nothing more broke her heart. She said she don't know what broke her heart because why would you get with women and have children knowing that you're not going to stay to raise them? She said she she fought with that so hard that she still loved her dad but she didn't understand why he would drag them into that if you know that's that's not she said but she understands in those days why he did it but why bring children into it so there are so many different facets and sides to this whole scenario of gay and trans and bi and all this kind of stuff okay and i but it's not like slavery it's not like being stolen from a land and take it to a foreign land and half of by the time you get to that foreign land half of your family is either being thrown over beat to death or, or starved to death and thrown off the ship or jumped off the ship because they refuse to go it's not the same as being sold it's not the same as your your mother's being raped your ancestors being raped by the oppressor 
to have to have his way because he can because he owned them and then break the father away from the family and sell him off and then keep the little light-skinned baby they done made and then um if she don't keep bulking over if y'all ever, and i and i said i've referenced this show before it's no longer tv but i'm sure you can find it online on flick store or something like that look for the show called underground and then i want you to watch every season of the underground and then you tell me how you think and what I order of that story compares to the gay struggle. Nothing fucking compares to the racism and the ills that were done to the black race. Nothing. Nothing. Y'all got Jamie Foxx out here. Jamie Foxx out here, all he said was, they did it to Jesus. Who am I? Fake friends. That's a saying from way back in the day. You will hear somebody right now say, well, you know, they talk about me, but you know what? Who am I? They talked about Jesus. That is a saying that's been in the black community forever. You got Jennifer Aniston, little lame. She look like she lay up in the damn bed, go, uh, uh, uh. That's why Brad we used to sit up on that damn couch smoking, smoking joints. He'd rather sit there and just sink into oblivion because your stale pale ass you ain't want to have no kids you want to stay in the mirror and talk about you think i'm getting fat you think i'm getting fat um is my hair out of line that's what you look like you did and you let your man be able to walk right out there and lay up in a goddamn bed with fucking angelina i played jill as jolie lips angelina lips jolie angelina i've got a nigga's blood around my my i kissed my brother in the mouth jolie she about that motherfucking life and you got nerves sitting out here talking about, oh, I never would have liked the uh, anti-Semitic statement. Why the fuck is that anti-Semitic? He said they killed Jesus. Fake friends. They were fake fucking friends. Judas told on him and Peter denied him three times. What are you talking about? What the hell does that mention anything about anti-Semitism? So, we're going to come back on the other end of this break and conclude the attack of heterosexuality after this break. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. To do a chance of the about to go stupid again welcome back to the hot d john's experience let's talk about it tuesdays this is the conclusion we've had a very very provocative evening tonight we've talked about leprechaun lanes and we are now going over the state of heterosexuality in today's society yes the attack on heterosexuality and um we're talking about it tonight uh we, we're going in deep tonight we're doing a little deep dive you know, I usually give us a little under radar news and then some little hot topics. But tonight, and this is beginning, I'll talk about it Tuesdays, um, where we're going to be doing our deep dives, okay? We're going to be doing one or two topics, and then we're going to deep dive in them. That's what talk about it means, okay? And then we'll get back into our under the radar news and hot topics on um, Wait the Fluff Up Wednesday. So stay tuned for that episode to be uploaded tomorrow. Stay tuned for that and um y'all know we're gonna have some fun fucking friday and sip and stir saturday shenanigans i got some shenanigans that i've been trying not to sip and stir but we're gonna sip and stir okay 
So we haven't sipped and stirred in a couple of weeks, but I will definitely be uploading that. Too bad it can't be live. If it is on YouTube live, you know, I have to be censored. So just understand that I would just have to be censored. Um, and not too much of the wild and out and too much. I think I can sip a little bit on that with y'all. I'm not taking my medication no more. You know, we, we get in there, we get in there. Okay. Um, before we conclude tonight, just make sure that you know how to follow your girl, Kiwi305954. For sure. But it's 305-954 on Instagram and on Twitter. The Hot D. John's Experience Podcast on YouTube. The Hot D. John's Experience Podcast page on Facebook. Make sure that you go and like the page because I'm going to start going live there. Trying to get some things connected where I can be going live across a couple of the the um, different platforms. Um, since we can't do live on Spotify, but you know, we're also going, we're never going to stop doing our long form podcast. That's always been my dream anyway. So we always going to have this so you can plug in and listen while you out there working. Okay. So we are back on the conclusion prior to the break. We um, presented Neo stance on transitioning, um, children transitioning prior to the age, you know, of being adult. We presented T.K. Kirkland's position on, you know, just being gay in general. You know, he feels like it shouldn't be promoted. He feels like it shouldn't be put in schools. Uh, Gloria Velez said you shouldn't be reading no, you know, bedtime stories to him. And you shouldn't be that hamburger marriage, flipping down burgers and, and doing drag shows in front of the kids. Okay. Um, and he said, you know, however you identify, you identify. He is not, you know, if you identify as a goldfish, he ain't going to call you a goldfish, but he'll just understand and, and respect the fact that you see yourself as a goldfish, and that's cool to him. Okay, now, all of that being said, let's get back into the rebuttal that was received from Jason Lee. Now, those of you who don't know Jason Lee, I don't know what to tell you. Jason Lee, Hollywood Unlocked. Jason Lee, um, gag order. Um, he was the first one, I think him and Kaya, I know was right neck with the gag. I know she said gag, oh, let's talk about the order. So I don't know if he start, came up with that first. He may or may not have. But Jason Lee from Love and Hip Hop, you might know him from there. Um, very popular YouTube media sensation. You know, he done came up through the ranks. He was real close with Diddy. He used to be close with Nikki and some stuff. He, you know, happy fell off. You know, some people he used to have on this wing. He fell off. I think he used to be close with Cardi at one point. And there was an issue there. Very outspoken. Okay. He is openly gay. Okay. He is black. You know, he's always told his story about his mom when he was growing up. And I think, you know, his childhood, I think his, his dad left and his mom was single. He said she did the best she could. And I think he, you know, he had a struggle um, growing up and things of that nature. And I think she passed from cancer, I want to say. Um, so that's just a little background on Jason Lee for those of you who don't know Jason Lee, which I find it very hard for people to not know him because he's very, he's out there. He very from going, he, you know, he's, he's everywhere. That being said, Jason Lee um, had a rebuttal. I guess he did it on his show because he got wind of the Neo interview and of the TK Kirkland interview. And he has considered their responses as being promotion of homophobia. He's saying that the things that they said was promoting homophobia. He don't say nothing about, you know, 
Y'all out here, y'all, these men that be down here download juggling balls, and he don't be saying nothing about the ones we dig down all these these malls and stuff on their wives. He don't say nothing about that, but now he's gonna start a show called Dirty Laundry, where he's gonna start airing out people's laundry because maybe he didn't do that because he don't care no more. He been trying not he be trying to be nice because you know he's doing this little media thing now. He's you know trying not to be the, the Jason Lee that will out people's business and stuff, but he said at this point he don't care. Now that to me is retaliatory behavior instead of mature behavior in regards to a person's opinion so we're going to get into what jason had to say because as i said we're going to consider all sides of the argument then this why i talk about it tuesday and then you're going to decide how you feel because it's your opinion okay and this is a shout out to uh youtuber jordan playlist so shout out to jordan playlist i always like to get credit where credit is due he actually posted up i'm a part of um jason lee's rebuttal or i should say his reprieve his rebuke toward what was stated and he always like he on vacation. I think Jason stay in a tropical damn island or on a tropical island every time he and he always got on his little sweatsuit. I don't care if it's a thousand degrees outside. He got on sometimes designer sweatsuit. He got on the shades. He got him a little cocktail or something. He just always on a tropical island vacation. He looked like we. I mean, he, I know he be putting in work on the little show and stuff. But that being said, let's get into jason lee one thing i got to say is when the thing happened with him and armand i was on armand's side because i think armand really looked you know armand is a gay male that's on youtube he was um he got his own big fault he got his own little following and stuff and he was doing things and certain things that he wanted to do jason would tell him no you know he kind of did the little gatekeeper stuff with him even though he's always talking about how he don't like gatekeepers and i didn't think that was fair so I think I, I think I covered that here on the platform. But tonight, we're going to cover what Jason Lee had to say. It's talk about Tuesday, y'all, the state of heterosexuality. And we'll see if they got any ads on here before we get the play. And this is Jason's playlist. And this is for commentary purposes only. Okay. Shout out to you, Jason's playlist on YouTube. Y'all go follow him. And let's go. Jason, look, I'm going to just tell you right now as a disclaimer, I'm probably going to offend some people, and I don't care. So you can click out, you can swipe up, left, right, down, you get the out, it's up to you, but I'm going to say what I need to say. This is directly to three people and communities. One, Gloria Velez, TK Kirkland, and Neo. I don't know Gloria Velez, I don't know TK Kirkland, but I do know Neo. But I want to sign names to shit today because motherfuckers out here being real reckless. I did my show today and I got emotional. I never get emotional because I don't be tied to this. But it hit me today while I was doing my show because I had looked at the notes the night before. But it, it appeared that I had to address some stupid shit that saying on the on the internet. Both of them, and the reason why Gloria Velez's name is in there because she's the interview on both. I didn't make the connections, so I went back and watched the clips because I got the notes, so I went back and watched the clips. I didn't even know who Gloria Velez is because I guess she was a video girl that nobody watches videos anymore. Y'all ain't booked the way you were back in the day, and I wasn't watching you when you were booked. 
but apparently you're a Puerto Rican. So the fact that I'm even addressing you doing interviews with these two about the gay community is crazy because I don't know if you're peddling homophobia. I don't even know if, you're, if you even know that you're peddling homophobia, but I saw you like my Instagram, so you're wearing who I am. And I just got off the phone with DJ Vlad, your boss, because I wanted to give him respect because I do have respect for him before I said what I was going to say. Now, those of you that are peddling homophobia, like Jess Hilarious was peddling homophobia, gaslight black women or women in general and defending certain things that we all agreed with to make you all justified in being homophobic, that's the sh addressing today. Because why I got emotional is as much as I push the culture, the black culture, the culture, the culture, the culture, I'm also gay. So I'm gonna also push and promote the gay community and I'm gonna defend them too when you're wrong. And I dare any of you mother there to wanna jump on the bandwagon to do some slick shady sh support them, I dare you. Because all of you out there, sexual salty mother and with, you know, cheating on your wives, all that sh will come out. Because I'm thinking of a new show called Dirty Laundry where I just lay all your sh I don't ever out you again. All you basketball players running around guzzling balls, I don't ever do that. All of you out there talking about parenting, but you leaving your. Hold on, let me get to it. So I saw this earlier. And Neo. Now let's start right there. Now you heard what he said so far. You heard what he said. You're peddling homophobia. How are you peddling homophobia? Nobody's telling you not to be who you are nobody's saying oh don't touch me nobody's saying i don't want to be in a room with you homophobia is you know i know that they consider homophobia is you know don't say gay don't you don't don't see don't say and all of this nobody's saying that they're saying don't promote it don't promote the gay shit to my three-year-old or my four-year-old don't promote it i'm not gonna pro you know like he's i'm not gonna if i'm a, a woman i'm not gonna promote shaking my ass to a three and four year old, oh, oh yeah, shake your ass, shake your ass. But they're gonna say, yeah, that's some women that do it. And there probably are some women that do it. And I don't agree with it. Pop that pussy. Yeah, pop that pussy. Why they in a pamper? No. And next thing you know, they all they they're beyond their years. They're acting fast, like the old people say. And next thing you know, there's some issues. So I don't consider that pelling home. And I think he's saying to Goya Velez, they're pelling homophobia because when these people have these interviews. They always come up with a gay question. What do you think about the gay culture today? What do you think about being gay in these countries? What do you think about transitioning? Why the hell does that question have to keep coming up in these interviews? So for that point, I hear Jason Lee. I don't necessarily say it's always peddling homophobia, but I hear what he's saying. He's saying that she's basically utilizing them as a vessel to so she can be able to get off. You know, because soon as she asked him the question, he asked, she goes, yeah. And then, you know, she came back with, you know, as, as the grandma used to say, in the amen corner. Okay, let's continue. Got your number, but you didn't think of calling me as a consultant before you said this dumb shit, so I'm going to address you straight on. Because people said that you were homosexual. People say you were ugly. People talked about you. You gave a little weight. We're talking about Neo. Okay, you ain't wrote a, 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 a song uh, like the Beyonce song in a minute, so the people say you fell off, but I never hated on you. Even in Dubai, I showed you love. I always show you love. I take you good wishes. But you're talking about parenting. You're the same. Okay, this is what you said in an interview. You said this. Now he's going to bring up that that's, you know, when somebody touch a nerve, you're yeah. going to touch their spirit. Yeah, you apologize, but I don't give a get to the internet fast enough. So here we are. And I got to say this as an example for everybody watching, because, you know, when people, when white, when police officers kill unarmed black men, they do it to see if you will stand down. And if you stand back and stand down, they keep doing it. So it's not permissible. So that's why I'm assigning a name. In an interview with this girl, Gloria Velez, and I'll just shoot in a second, too. You said 
you have no issues with the LGBTQIA. When you say that, that before you even say another word, that is your disclaimer to tell us the issues that you have. That's like when white people say, I ain't got no problems with, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And now we about to hear them. You want to say, love who you love, do what you do. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman is a woman, and there were only two genders. Now, you could identify as a goldfish if you feel like, but I don't care. That ain't my business. It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going to call you a goldfish. Then you went on to say, we need to go back to the old days. I feel like parents have almost forgotten what role of a parent is. If your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, and you just let him rock like that, he's five. Let the five-year-old boy decide he can't yell. They're really going to do. I'm not even going to read no more. First of all, your number one job as a parent is to stay with your family, but you cheated on your wife with some strippers and had your babies on her, and then you left your family. So you didn't do your number one job as a man, as a parent. You did what my daddy did. You dropped off, and then you moved on because you have a sexual problem, allegedly a sexual Okay, now he's talking about Neil. He's saying, how are you talking about parenting? when you got babies spread all over the place you had a whole wife and you was out here fucking up on the wife with a stripper and then with another stripper and had all these kids so how you talking about parenting and what i would say to that is i sort of agree with him on that because i hate when men say that that don't but if he's taking care of all of his children if he's in their lives like nick cannon that's a whole other story the bv baby no you know when when he made that statement about women coochies and shit all them no motherfucker my shit ain't never spit like no damn fish it dude because you got bacteria residuals because your dick is being dipped down into too much raw damn fish ever all over the damn place and then come back dipping into them that's a whole other story there's no way in hell you could be effective parenting when you got 12 13 kids with about 14 motherfuckers it's just not gonna happen okay so i i'm so i'm partially in agreement with him in accordance with him about that but with Neo saying that he got these seven kids, he's obviously in their life. None of the women saying that he's not in their life. He's, you know, he spends time with all of them. He gets his kids. He's saying as it rearing them, he's going to make sure that they know, you know, if they do come to him with that, that they will have to be an adult before that happens. It's not going to happen on his watch as a child because he has to ultimately sign in order for him them to do that. And he's not going to sign that. They will have to grow up. That's what he's saying. But it, what Jason is saying, you can't speak on you know, being an effective parent when technically you dropping dick off and you know in everybody's house having babies, then you got to play hopscotch, you know, to go back and forth. And you know, so I kind of agree with him on that. But once again, he's swinging and throwing punches because he's hurt about their opinions. So now he's taking his jab. Okay, you see, you do you see what I'm saying? So to me, it's kind of like some hypocrisy. And you see how he threw in there about oh, when they shoot down a black man, if y'all don't stand up. Nobody shot you down. Yes, back in the day, they used to off, you know, trans people, and they're still doing that kind of stuff. You know, violence against trans people are very, is very high in Texas. Ain't nobody in one of these interviews said that they should die or somebody should kill them or anything like that. So one thing, one struggle has nothing to do with the other. Okay, let's continue. Problem, allegedly. Okay, your sex addiction made you show that you weren't a good parent. And you know what? I didn't even write on your them and i got daddy issues i'll let you live because i have respect for you as an artist i didn't get too personal see when y'all drop your dirty stuff i don't come to the internet to talk about you those of you beating up your girlfriends throwing them down the stairs when they're pregnant uh, in your teen years listen i let you all live why because i don't go there with you paying the succulent that's pedophilia okay but i let you live marrying pedophiles all types of weird 
going on in the straight community, but here we are talking about Chelsea, talking about us, okay? Don't in, uh, mistake gay and lesbian trans to no goldfish. What the f you mean? What the f you mean? That was some ignorant, Neo. That was some ignorant. Worry about who the f tucking your kids in at night when you all these other random. Now, let me talk about T.K. Kirkland. You said we shouldn't have Pride Month. You sound like white people when they say we shouldn't have affirmative action. You sound like white people when they say we shouldn't have uh, Black History Month. You sound like white people when they question why we have Juneteenth. You the same sitting around asking for 40 acres and a meal, but where are that energy at when it's time for us to talk about the gay community? We different than you, half the your community sucking anyway. Got Dwight Howard in interviews uh, defending his sexuality when he's asking for but did I go and ride on him? No. In fact, I DM'd him trying to look out for him to make sure he was good because I don't out. Now, Dwight Howard, we discussed that on this platform several times. We know Dwight Howard from years gone by is still struggling. He's over in that closet that Wayne Brady thought that he was in. But, baby, uh, we over here with Juanita Bynum. No more sheets. Them sheets been snatched off of your ass. Them, so that's nothing to tell. Dwight Howard, we know. And the White House was just not ready to, to be Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady said, you know, he walked around and he thought he was invisible. And it was like, oh, nigga, we see you. You right there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We see you. And we see Dwight Howard. Now, when he made the goldfish, he misspoke because the goldfish statement was actually stated by T.K. Kirkland, not Neo. He was so busy going up on Neo about. And then what he said about in the straight community is very true in a straight community. Yes, it's a lot of pit, but it's a whole lot of pedophilia going on in the gay community. Can we talk about the Catholic Church? Let's continue. Okay. Now, Gloria Velez, I went to your Instagram. You Puerto Rican. When Trump was throwing y'all paper towels and putting your cousins in cages in Mexico, we had your back. It's always the gay community that fights for you. When they say that you as a woman, white man, when they say you as a woman shouldn't be able to have reproductive rights, it's me and gay people standing for you saying it's a woman's choice. I'd even say it's not a trans woman's position to say what a woman should do with their body. I'm and there are a lot of people, straight and gay, that have stood up for pro-life or women's um, right to choose with, you know, with her body. So, um, uh, I guess he's saying, you know, we stand up for the rights for you. Why aren't you standing up for the rights for us? I guess he's saying it should be reciprocated. But one thing has something to do with the other. One is, you know, the right to... Which, in my uh, in my opinion, either tell that motherfucker to cap it or you pop it. Pop that pill or pop that, that motherfucking um, female or that condom. Which one you want? Pop a pill or pop a condom on or pop a condom in because they got female condoms and all this other shit they got. There are so many ways that you do not have to get pregnant and then be like your Sean Rock or be on a damn TV show talking about you five months and you just don't want to have this baby with this other bullshit. That's murder. That's a whole baby. That's murder. Why you laying down with this nigga and he talking about, oh, I just want to feel it. Get some sheepskin, motherfucker, and um, it's a little thinner than, and, and good luck. Hope that don't pop. Okay? But for y'all to lay down and, 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 and be reckless like that and get pregnant and then turn around and say, I should have the right to kill it if I want to, that, you know, if you got raped, if there's something that's going wrong with the baby, if, something, if it's, you're going to be like endanger your life or that baby's life, things of that nature. Okay, um, yes, you have the choice, but the ones that's running back and forth to the clinic, come my Jody, my Jody, three and four and five, six times. Come on, man, 
There ain't, ain't that many motherfucking mistakes in the damn world. If you had them kind of damn mistakes on the bike, you wouldn't have no damn legs. You'd probably be in a damn wheelchair with no legs. If you kept skinning up and breaking up like that, that means either you're not practicing, nobody ain't holding that bike until you know it holds the whole estate so you can ride that bike properly or something. I, I don't understand that. So, but I do understand sort of what he's saying. He's saying it should be reciprocated. We're standing up for your rights. You should be standing up for our rights. She's and and I don't hear anybody saying that you didn't have the right. They just said it shouldn't be promoted. Y'all want to be free to do what y'all want to do and wear your little dresses. Y'all got Key West, a fantasy fest, straight and gay people go to fantasy fest down here is a big thing. Y'all want to have a parade. They let y'all have parades right down the middle of the street in New York, in Jersey, wherever that is. That pride parade in in um, California out there. They let y'all do y'all thing. And a lot of times, it's not really a problem that people have with the ones that are. Are outwardly gay. It's the down low niggas that are, like he said, the ones taking dick down the throat and then coming home to Susie Homemaker and the four kids talking about, honey, I'm home, what's for dinner? And you thinking everything's Peter King and your man just took a whole damn dick down the throat down the street, round the corner. And remember, Ricky Lake brought that shit out a long time ago about the down low. Remember what happened to Terry McMillan who wrote How to Get Stella Got a Groove Back, the little dude over there in Jamaica. Sorry, Jamaica, it is what it is. We know y'all, we know what y'all do over there, y'all. We know. But still, y'all had him playing the game until he got over here and then tell her, oh, by the way, I'm gay. That's a that one's what women really had a problem with. And what she was saying is she didn't feel like these things should be peddled to children. Just like you shouldn't peddle oversexuality to children, you shouldn't peddle homosexuality to children. Nothing sexual should be peddled to them. Can't we let these damn kids just go back to watching them ghost be racer and some motherfucker Sesame Street? Barney was around here a whole damn pedophile in a damn purple suit. Like, we getting sick of this shit. Why all the pedophiles and the gay files and all these damn files got to be around the kids? This is what we're saying. Let a kid be a kid. Let them be a kid reading Rainbow. Let them watch fucking reading Rainbow. Let LeVar Burton read a damn story to him. Why the drag queen dressed like Cher got to read a damn story to him? What is the fucking problem? Let's continue. Let's wrap it on up. It's right and supporting the right situation. But you know what? Y'all so busy parenting everybody else. How many people, how many kids have you let go? How many kids have you, do you take care of? Worry about your own families. But see, here's the deal. This is my issue with Gloria. She's peddling the homophobia. Just like when Jess Solari said what she said in response to that trans Told you he video, said that. If you go back and watch the whole video, in fact, me and T.S. Madison get into it today on the Jason Lee Show. Go check that out. You guys take bits and pieces of your issues that we also agree with, and you peddle homophobia by wrapping it all up and putting a bow of homophobia on it. Mad because people think you look like a trans man because your man is leaving you for... Stop being mad at the that you can't control and taking it out on our community. Now what I'm going to do, since y'all woke it up, instead of me worrying about the deals I don't want to lose by being me, I'm going to stand for what I believe in, whether I lose it or not. And if I lose a deal because I have to tell you, Neil, that you should focus on being a good parent and keeping your intact and not going and sticking it in everybody and have all these babies by strangers, then that's what I'm going to do. I don't want any calls, no text messages, don't ask me how I'm doing. Because today, the tears on my show was passionate. It wasn't pain. I'm never going to let y'all hurt my feelings. 
but I'm always going to speak from the heart, and I'm going to always keep it real. And one thing WAP 100 always says about why he respects me is because I'm openly gay. I don't need to run from rumors. I don't need to run from circumstances. I don't need to run from uh, suspicion. I tell you what it is. I don't even hate y'all. I'm just addressing you. This ain't hate. This is love. This is somebody keeping it real. Because there was nobody hanging around with Neo when he was f***ing them strippers saying, don't do that to your wife. There was nobody hanging around T.K. Kirkland to say, how are you going to go out there and say the same white people say about black folks and then sit here and try to be down with Black Lives Matter? Black lives matter, black trans lives gay matter, black gay lives matter, all of us matter. And guess what? All y'all out there speaking on how people are parenting their kids and they taking care of your kids and they worried about keeping your family intact, you're a hypocrite and we all see it. So keep your hypocrisy to yourself. Talk about comedy, talk about songs, talk about songwriting that none of you are being talked about for on the blogs. Talk about that and you can all dodge dumb questions. When I did the Amanda Seals interview, I loved it. It was a great interview. I had an amazing time. But when she tried to tell me what my answer was to her question, I told her my answer is my answer. You don't get to tell me my answer. Be in control of your interviews or don't do them. Everybody ain't made for this internet. I said what I said. And just let this be a warning to any of you that want to stand with homophobia. Don't take me not getting up and beating a woman down in a restaurant as being because it's not that. It never gave that. I don't fight, I call the police. But I also work on the internet. And if you want to play in my arena, I'll be the Floyd Mayweather. Two knockout football punches and game over for you. Have a good day. So basically, he um, told them that if they want to keep coming forward, he's going to out them, which, which I've already discussed earlier this evening about the exposing and the doxing and all of this all because a person has an opinion okay it might hurt your feelings that they say you know don't promote it it might hurt your feelings that they say you should not let a child transition before 18 when they're an adult when they fully mature fully grown and they know definitely this is what i want to do um i remember the little uh boy that was on tlc and I want to say the name was Jaden or Jay. And I remember watching this show and I thought it was a show about this little shy little girl who her, her mom and her dad were helping her to be able to make friends and come to find out this show. I didn't even know when I first started, I just bucked up on it and we started watching it. And the show was about this young girl who actually was transitioning from a boy to a girl. But once it got, she got into high school and hormones and all this stuff, she started having a lot of problems. And she started having second thoughts. She started being depressed and all of this. There's a lot that goes into transitioning when you're saying transition, changing. You're, you're fighting basically against what your natural body is doing. And you, you take a pill saying, no, do this. And then the natural body saying, but I do this. And it's saying, no, do this. But I do this. That's what the hell it is. And it is what it is. And that's their opinion to do with their children. And I agree with one thing, with the main thing he said, which what I said prior to us listening to his rebuttal. When you go on these interviews, stop these people from asking y'all about being about gay. Why do y'all, because at the end of the day, they're the ones putting the light on the shit too. By always bringing it up, every interview that they speak on, every every interview, I don't care if they talking to homie the fucking clown, they asking homie the fucking clown about how do you feel about gay? How do you feel about children transitioning? How do we, I didn't like the fact that when they started putting transition um, 
what they call it, trans girls or whatever in fucking back to school commercials. What the fuck is, why? What does that belong there? Why does that belong there? And we have the right, and I have the right to say it because I raised my kids right. I raised two black males here in the United States of America that never touched jail and pray, pray to God they ain't going to touch no hell. And it is what it is. We have a right to be heterosexual because if it were not for us being heterosexual, you wouldn't be here to say you have a right to be homosexual. We made you. Because without us, it would be no you. If the first in the beginning were homosexual, there would be none of us. So let's be clear. And that ends our show, my dear. This has been the Hot D. Jobs Experience. And I love experience with you. Y'all know where to follow y'all, girl. It's been Talk About It Tuesdays. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. Put God first. It works. It's Hot D. Jobs Experience. I love experience with you. See you Wednesday.